Hi, I'm Crystal J, a writer slash teacher turned ethnographer of a mysterious species I encounter daily, the high school student. It is impossible to choose between my passions, so I created Until the Bell Rings, poetry inspired by my time in the classroom. Whether you are a student, teacher, parent, sibling, or simply enjoy poetry, I invite you to join me on a spoken word journey through the hallowed hallways of high school. Sometimes we forget, and it's easy. Reality is sneaky, building them up so completely, pretending not to be needing or wanting of love or protection or guided direction. They know it all, so no need to listen with their bright eyes and narrow vision, big smile, sorrows hidden, sports crazed, hormone driven, nonchalant, not one care given. They've read the book of a life unwritten, confidence confounding, but performed to precision. So sometimes we forget. They're children, not men. But then there are times when we are reminded, when we can't be blinded. He looked like a picture, solid and strong. High school heroic, but broken boy stoic. Poised alone on the bench, I could feel his heart wrench as I moved through the space. It's like he needed a place to be alone with his thoughts, but of all of the spots, he picked the lobby, where it's not super busy, but there's always a buzz. Quietly connected isolation, if there ever was. So I took a beat, a seat to his right, and waited. Without a word, I waited in case he needed to be heard. He just breathed steady, slow, heavy, deep, because grown men don't weep. My mom is moving to Texas. He said it so casual, trying not to be fragile for the first time. I couldn't find the dazzle of his smile, the razzle of his guile, just the frazzle of his night, and there was no fight, just news of what he stands to lose. His sisters, his brother, they'll go with his mother. He sat there alone, with me, but alone, a vulnerable he'd never shown and did not mean to show, but something inside needed someone to know. He is sad which is worse than mad because it's perceived as weak and he is not seeking my help because he is a child and nothing can help when your mom is moving to Texas and leaving you behind. And I want to judge of all of the things I never expected. Doesn't his mom know abandonment is infectious? Is this just some man that will be one of her exes of all of the reckless things she could do? Leave someone so precious, so reflective of you, so protective of you, selected for you, just relinquishing him so out of the blue and yet deep into the blue. He is sad and I want to be mad, but I can't take that position. I don't know the conditions. I don't know her volition. I know only one thing that I need to listen. But the moment 
had passed in the same flash the words fell off his lips with the same brash leaving no way to fix this slow crash that nothing can eclipse his mom is moving to texas high school provides this bubble where everybody gets to play a role and precedent has it all worked out so all you have to do is show up choose what role best suits you and then hide, adjust, or eradicate the parts of your personality that don't fit the mold. To be clear, this is not my advice. This is just what happens. People are comfortable with boxes. It's why when I walk into a room at six feet, two inches tall, everyone in the room needs me to identify as an athlete. Ironically, despite my love of sports, everyone else's need for me to play them actually resulted in me quitting altogether after high school. So correction, People are comfortable with boxes as a means to make sense of or fit into their surroundings, but not so much when they're being forced inside of one. Marcus, if he had a box, fit inside the popular high school quarterback box and not in the bully kind of a prick to his peers type of way. More like all American, teachers love him, girls want him, boys want to be like him type of way. And he had a he's got it all kind of vibe outstanding on the football field, friends with everyone, worked hard in school, at least hard enough, and never complained. However, part of that role requires exuding this version of masculinity that is societally acceptable, which means there's no room for sadness or sensitivity or feelings in general. And it's difficult to carry all that inside. That means if someone like Marcus is quietly going through some things, and maybe doesn't complete an assignment or do well in a test, I have to be mindful not to immediately say something like, I bet if this were football practice, you'd get it done, or you'd put the work in to learn the plays, or whatever. If that seems oddly specific, guilty as charged, but only on occasion, and like sometimes it's accurate. But my point is, you never know what burdens a person is carrying, so be careful not to make assumptions. And since we can't assume, we can't judge, right? If I'm not making an assumption about who you are or what you're going through, then how can I have opinions about the choices you make? I don't know what I don't know. So when I hear something like, a student's mother is moving across state lines with his siblings and a man she's dating but leaving him behind, and I find myself sitting next to him experiencing the weight of his sadness, the instinct is to judge his mother's decision. But I can't do that. How do I know that this isn't the best scenario for everyone involved? I don't. Now, admittedly, I don't understand it, but it's not anyone's responsibility and certainly not that of a 16-year-old to make me understand. When I said in the poem, I know only one thing that I need to listen, that's it. Sometimes the job is simply to listen, period. Marcus, by the way, endeavored to persevere and is currently thriving in college, so listening works. The takeaway here is things are rarely as they seem, people even less so, and never for the reasons you think. So never assume and never judge and listen. Once again, I so appreciate you tuning in today. It is a privilege and has been my pleasure to share with you. 
Join me next week for some more poetry and prose unraveling the best kept secrets of high school hallways. I'm Crystal J, and thank you for listening to Until the Bell Rings.